Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Patrick. We're on the other side of 50. Unbelievable. 51. Feels good. Back in the Zoom. We really are. It's the second wave, maybe? What's going on? Why are we back on Zoom? <laughs> it's a coffee episode. I love it. I couldn't be happy. Rise and shiner. Happy Monday Let's morning. do it. Yeah, I don't mind the Zoom, buddy. It's, uh, yeah, we both had a crazy weekend. Oh, look at you. I see that mug you're using. Oh, yeah. Shout out to our dairy farmers, the Rolling Hills Produce Cooperative. Yeah, that's a classic. All right, so episode 51. 50 was a, was a great, it was a humdinger. Awesome time. A, a hang woof em. was a hang woof em. <laughs> It was a, g- a great time. And, uh, and now we did each other enough. I was thinking, what if we were saying this is episode 51 of 2000? <laughs> Would that overwhelm people? Would they tune kind out? Of ambitious. I think it might. Just let them figure it out as we go, like we're doing, right? Yeah, we just got to keep it going. I love that we count them and tell everyone what number we're on. What is, is this? Uh, what's 50, the big unit? Is this Randy Johnson? Randy Johnson, 51. Hub 51. Hub 51, also a great one. I love that they're like, this guy's name of Johnson isn't enough. We need to make it more phallic. What nickname should we give him? The big unit. If anyone ever brings up Randy Johnson, you could tell me the Cy Young Awards, the wins, anything he accomplished. All I want to talk about is that guess he killed. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Throwing a 100-mile-an-hour fastball and it just hits a bird in the middle of a baseball game. Was that a spring training game? Was it? I didn't know if it was regular season or not. I mean, I've seen the footage a times. I'm not sure, but that bird, what do you think that bird thought was going on? I don't think it thought anything was going on. It's just like, oh, just hanging out in the park, flying around a little bit, and then, boom, baseball. That thing killed it, I think, right? I believe it did. I hope so. because it didn't I mean, even get first base. It did not. It didn't. <laughs> it did take another bird, take its lead off of first. But, yeah, dude, it's uh, good to be back with you. Columbus Day. That it is. Indigenous People Day, if you have an iPhone. Correct. It's listed as both. Some schools still call it Columbus Day. Some, I believe, refer to it as Indigenous People's Day. I think some places don't get the day off. You guys, are you guys still full Columbus Day? Um, yes, I believe they're calling it Columbus Day and, and the kids are off. Makes sense. But yeah, whatever you... Um, yeah, Columbus is all of a sudden very controversial. Uh-huh. That's Clearly. what we're doing today. Actually, we're gonna. I'm taking the kids on town. We're gonna tear down a Columbus statue. Oh, that's how you. That's how you celebrate Columbus Day now. Oh, good. It's just nice family time together. Obviously, the guy matters, right? He accomplished accomplished some great stuff. One hundred percent. The uh, the three ships. One hundred percent. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Well, you Spanish it up. The Nina, the Pinta. You you hit hit that tilde. You put a tilde in front of me, I'm going to use it. <laughs> but there were uh, uh, people here. So. 100%. And it was, certainly it was that's funny. not a lot of Columbus. That's not, you know, it's how our land was formed. But we all know that person. We all know that guy that's like, you got to check out this, this place, <laughs> this restaurant. And then it becomes your favorite restaurant. Like, uh, who told you about that place? Who, come on. <laughs> who discovered that? Like, yeah, but there were already people there. Right, right. You weren't the first <laughs> diner. Columbus just probably loved credit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how it started from. Maybe everybody knew, like, he didn't really discover, but he was like, just let him. He's saying he discovered it. I know he did. Yes, there were people there. I mean, he said when he got off the ship that there were people there. Right. He, he knew that. They were. For sure. But he's, 
they're going with you discovered and then it probably just got out of control i think that stories do it'll happen from time to time you ever spin a yarn that got too big <laughs> spin a yarn like it's a good turn of phrase um uh, yeah when you're a kid right yeah. my, my kids are always spinning that yarn <laughs> So I had a funny conversation with Luke the other day that ended up being a little bit more wild. I'll tell you this. So I, I like to start the day with music. Mm-hmm. A little reveille, you little bugle that. call. <laughs> I know, I've so that. I'm telling you, I can't believe they put up with it. But <laughs> I think it pisses Sarah off. <laughs> but see, is she sleeping still? <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Okay. The morning energy. I like to pump it up a little bit. Let's go. So I played Jump. Van Halen. Yep. So I'm playing that's kind of in the rotation. I don't play it all the time. But I'm trying to rally Luke because he's not a morning guy. He's just pissed off. Like <laughs> He's very happy. He doesn't care if it's Columbus or Indigenous People Day. He is happy to be sleeping in right now and sure. waking up on natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm like, dude, I'm like, Luke, you know, this guy's. some people say he's the best guitar player ever. And that kind of peaks it. Like, who is he? I'm like, his name's Eddie Van Halen. He goes, is he still alive? I'm like, oh, yeah. He's still alive. How old is he? I'm like, I don't know. I threw like a dart at 62, 60. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm on Twitter, like, 1 o'clock that afternoon. That day. That day. And I like stop. I'm like, oh, sir, listen to this. It was just so wild. Oh no! But that uh, that one shook me a little bit. Eddie yeah. Van Halen, pour some out. Did you have to have a talk with Luke? I did tell him when he came home from school. Oh my God! What a <laughs> roller coaster of a day. I'm like, how was school today, buddy? He's like, oh great. Drew some pictures. I'm like, yeah. Well, guess what happened while you were gone. <laughs> Was there any point you weren't paying attention at school or anything, Luke? Because <laughs> something happened. No, I did tell them. And then I played Beat It because they know that song. Mm-hmm. Great story and, there. And he's, um, he's the guitar solo in, in Beat It. So anyway, that was um, – I didn't know that he was on the ropes. So he was very sick. Sucks. Yeah, apparently he had uh, been sick for a long time. Um, I had not heard the Beat It story before that he uh, – he kind of improvised that, or he, Michael Jackson left the studio for a little bit and he kind of took some liberties to make some changes. Not, oh, yeah? not knowing how Michael would feel when he came back, you know, <laughs> if he'd be pissed off at him or not. Like, by the way, I changed your song that you and Quincy Jones invited me to be on. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's not talk about how I just walked back in the room with five kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, you did? You just changed it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. No. That's awesome. All right. Bye. That's great. That's, let's, let's focus on that. <laughs> and not this kid on my shoulders. Um, he did. He, he was very happy. He was like, thank you for caring enough about the song to make some changes. Nothing. Excuse me. I'm going to go back to my dressing room. <laughs> I mean, all I awesome. can think about when Michael Jackson is blanket. That's all I can. The footage, that one interview, when he's like up in the tree. <laughs> he's talking to, he's interviewing from the ground looking up into the tree so what what inspired billy jean and then when he's revealing his, his children he's just like like oh is this michael jr or whatever the hell his name was he's like we call him blanket this is blanket 
Why did you call a kid blanket? Uh, is that the one? Is he dangle blanket over the balcony? I believe that was. Was it blanket or Paris? I can never remember. Oh, man. But one of them. There was a great South Park right after that, too. Like, those people. South Park could turn around an episode in a week to rip you if they want to. That's the great thing about the terrible animation on this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, only, they turn it out. Five days later, you just hold them over a balcony <laughs> and go, that's ignorant. That's ignorant. You guys are ignorant. <laughs> and unfortunately, I mean, all I think of when I think of Michael Jackson. I've been on balconies with my kids. And <laughs> Michael get Jackson. in, get in the hot, get in, you yeah. know, or step back. Yeah. This dude picked it up, picked up blanket. <laughs> Showed him to the world. Oh, right then you knew like he is not involved with these kids. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I mean, I gotta, I gotta almost pull that footage up. Like, when they go back inside, who's like, hey, Michael, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah, sure. What's up? Did you change my song? Did no, no, you no, put no. the guitar solo in my song? No, I actually didn't. But did you just pull a baby over a balcony railing? Well, his name's Blanket. Oh, okay. All right. Just hanging the blanket out to dry? <laughs> I want to watch an interview when he's in those stores in Las Vegas and just picking things out. Like, I'll take oh, yeah. that. And that too, and give me five of those. <laughs> and then they're like, most of the merchandise was returned after, after the cameras returned. Was it really? Oh, yeah. I mean, that guy was. Sure. For a guy that was in his tree, he was, he was, <laughs> he was out most Atta of the boy. time. Was that you in Vegas this weekend? You got to do some travel. I'm so excited about this. I'm so jealous. You, uh, you did some shows. Yeah, I did my first I mean, this is like the first opening for Sebastian again. It was a, um, yeah, it came together really quickly. I had no idea this was happening. Mm -hmm. I had a text from him, you want to open for these? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So it was um, at the Wynn Resorts. Phenomenal. Slumming it. It was for their high rollers. It was not like a ticketed public sure. event. It was a private event for their um, high rollers oh. at the, that they're trying to, you know, dangle some incentives for these people to come out. Yeah. And um, it was outside, max 250, all COVID. For this guy, I got to tell you, at the Wynn Resorts, I actually met him. He's the CEO of Wynn Resorts. He was Steve Wynn's, like, protege. Oh, man. Young guy. I mean, he's yeah. not, even, not even 50 to be the CEO of Wynn Resorts. International. Right. So, dude, they're building a lab. Wow. At the, at the, the property. And his goal is to have these PCR tests. He's like, you know, procuring these tests as we speak. And the vision is test. If you're going to be going to a live show or certain parts of the property, nightclub, things like that, where you're kind of more packed in. Mm -hmm. So you get your test on property. Then you go mm -hmm. to your room and you have an app, and then you get the clear to go into the venue. So Incredible. test on site, turn it around, get people in. And, I mean, the way he's talking about it, they'll need a little help from the state, he said, but it's, it makes sense. So I see more stuff coming. Like, as this things, you know, unfold, it's not going to be like that snapback like we talked about, but, you know, they're talking about um, – 
doing this in Vegas and you know that could be a great spot you get such a, a transient audience every weekend it's a different audience I could see people doing residencies out there as things come back and yeah you know well and if you're in a position where they're making you feel safe as an entertainer you know you don't have to be around people you're whisking you in and out you know and the people feel safe I mean we've got to get something eventually right so to see the ingenuity yeah. of them putting this together that's badass yeah man it's um just getting out there is a trip flying's a trip I can only people imagine. are just you know some people have got face shields and goggles and you know and then other yeah. people just other people don't cover their nostrils Jeez. and those people public service announcement cover your nostrils that's all we're asking <laughs> i don't want to see them I mean, in normal times <laughs> exactly i mean if you, if you ever could take an opportunity who wants to whip the nostrils out anyway right no one's here for them what do these people don't fucking understand about like you need to be put underwater do you know how breathing <laughs> works let's go scuba diving and then but you know, i know the the nostrils you don't want to that's not comfortable and people are like they're, they're determined not to cover yeah. in the nostrils it's a move it down i mean is that just a comfort thing it lets you know where they stand that's their that's the two people in a jeep waving to each other that's how you know i'm not here it's for just like it's just like halvesies though like yeah you know like putting a you know a helmet on without strapping it or mm -hmm. here's your bulletproof vest are you gonna buckle it no i'm just gonna throw no. it over my shoulder <laughs> just that over their shoulder <laughs> i'm gonna wear it like a cardigan i'm gonna leave it open like balky <laughs> like balky and you're like, what are you talking? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> oh. But Vegas, man, partitions. I mean, at the craps table, they have like slots. Like, oh, of yeah. Partitions. So you're like, you're in a, like a, at the start of a horse race. You're like in a, in a pen. <laughs> you're number three. You can't get like wide with your roll. You're just like in a penalty box looking in the, if these people really want to gamble you're not lying it's like a they hockey had, game um, but everyone's against the boards yeah <laughs> just want to get in there and lick the glass <laughs> it's my good luck but there are people they're they're there they're hanging walking I mean, through vegas, the casinos and vegas takes all that shit seriously to begin with right like their ventilation systems are insane you know they they Everything is so calculated there. I can't imagine, like, the moment someone leaves, is there someone there just cleaning the glass? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're on top of it. And the wind is really on top of it. So I felt safe. I felt like they were, um, you know, taking it seriously. You can't go in the elevators. They have four people max. They okay. have someone there. It's like getting on a roller coaster. They're like, how many? I'm like, just one. I'm, by my, I'm a loser. Just one. <laughs> It was someone short and like, do they count? They're under the limit. I'm like sticking my head out of the door. So I was, how fast does this go? <laughs> you get to the top, you see the Is it scary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they take a picture of you. Just for me. Here's you in the corner with your eyes closed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> one of my favorite Vegas stories ever was uh, one time when the Aria first opened. Do you remember, are you familiar with Aria? Beautiful oh, yeah. hotel. Yeah. 
Beautiful. Um, we were looking, we were just like, me and some buddies were walking around the shops and we're in the, you know, just the hallway of the Aria looking at the shops. And there was something that Tom Ford that I was trying to look at. And the pane of glass, yes. I'm just looking at it. Like, like, look at this. And the pane of glass was so clear. Like, I just butted my head right into it. <laughs> Because there was another pane of glass behind it. I didn't see the first one. It was so clear. Oh, and immediately, wow. a guy walks up and he's like, excuse me, sir. And I thought he was going to be like, are you okay? He like pushes me to the side and like sprays the glass and cleans it. <laughs> like, you know, because right my head grease doing, you know, this Tom Ford clear glass. So I can imagine what this was, you know, 2010. I can imagine during COVID times how much they're on top of shit out there. Oh, the service out there too. They're just, yeah. Yeah, so when you walk in, they're taking your temperature without even – you knowing mm-hmm. it's like you know oh, really? total, total recall like they're just they have a screen like a thermal and um so they're looking at your temperature as you walk in then they they had some security where they're wanding people um because they'll take like i think nevada has open carry or concealed okay. carry but not at win they're like we don't care there's no one's going to be on the floor with the uh, pistolas at a boy, except unless they work there. Unless they work unless there. They're friends of Steve's. <laughs> so yeah, the um, it was nice. That's awesome. It's not cheap there. It's not getting any cheaper. It's not oh, like, no. hey, things are slow. So you know, our forty dollars <laughs> cheeseburgers are they're they're six six dollars now. That yard of margarita doesn't go on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. They're so nice there. And these people, I actually got to hang out with a lot of the, uh, the wind people. Um, we played, actually, we played golf on Saturday and they gave me like a little bit of a daily spend on food. Okay. Doesn't go as far as you would think. No. Like you still have to be, cause stuff there is ridiculous. You got a ration and you order stuff to your room and they charge you for like the room services ridiculous oh, yeah. and then it's like i appreciate this money but this is this is all going to feed. spread it out this is all going for one to the breakfast <laughs> all right i had an egg now what <laughs> gotta pay for the rest of the day i can imagine that what do you do when you're not in your room like when you're not on stage because the thing to me whenever i work vegas whenever we work vegas the, the hardest thing is always you're busy an hour and a half a night and then you have 22 and a half hours a day where it's like don't spend money exactly but now it's different now it's like great it's probably a lot easier to be in the room all day yeah i mean that was it except we played golf mm-hmm. but friday i got there yeah hung hung there i went out um a little bit just like i had like a couple things i had to get because i'm rusty on i'm rusty on packing rusty oh, on <laughs> my god damn it i forgot everything <laughs> i forgot to bring a bag and i was packing like to go home i always like to pack the night before so because i usually get up early you know uh-huh and i'm like wait a minute what was my system again for packing <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah I'd never had one just <laughs> throw all this shit in here and like how do i do this again oh yeah just pile it in vegas is the worst place to forget stuff too because it's like okay hmm i need something to wear tonight do i want a ten thousand dollar armani suit or a new <laughs> yeah. york new york t-shirt that's bright purple <laughs> <laughs> there's not much in the middle no there's not and at the win all their stores are ridiculous it's all like the most high-end yeah they don't have like uh an old navy in there they sure don't it's tom ford with with you know tricky yeah. glass 
<laughs> time for the exclusive collection. <laughs> I gotta grab a shirt for tonight. I'm uh, Cartier. Do you guys have any? <laughs> I'm looking for something. Anyone here? I'll be taking a second mortgage. Just want something to wear for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, I needed some help with packing. I, I realized I need help with just about everything because I had this caddy on Saturday when mm -hmm. we golfed that was like, he was like a life coach. Yeah, man. This guy was, first of all, must have been in his 70s. Like, we were kind of guessing, like, how old is this guy? Uh-huh. Because he was, if he could have said he was 60 or 90, and you would have been like, yeah. Sure. Seems about right. But he was from North Carolina, had that, like, that North Carolina accent, didn't say a lot, but when he said something, like, he was so dialed in. Yeah. And I came out hot, like, I suck at golf, but I actually was playing well, like, the first five holes. Nice. I'm like, this is not going to sustain. I can't sustain this. And that did, I did end up coming up completely off the rails. Had a boy. But we, um, we got a drink, then I got a second drink. Uh-oh. And Charlie, at one point, I came back to the cart, and he's like, I put a Gatorade in there for you. <laughs> cool you down. Nice little orange Gatorade. I went in there. There's Gatorade. My drink was gone. I think he was like, you're done, bud. No more, uh, no more, no more drinking. You suck. Stop cut you off? <laughs> He did. I mean, I'm pretty sure he did. Maybe he didn't realize I had more in there, <laughs> but he was not having it. I'm like, he you know you what? You're, you're, well. you're right, Charlie. I got to get it together. Just, just, like, I love every about, about like, If he had been home, if he had been with me, I would have packed shaving cream. <laughs> I would have had enough T-shirts. Like, I need this guy with me at all times. Dude. Wouldn't we all benefit from somebody who just, like, kind of – A life caddy? <laughs> someone over your shoulder? Forget a life coach. I need a life caddy. That's way better. It's like four o'clock in the morning on Friday. You're stumbling around the house. He's like, Psst, put your razor in your bag. Exactly. Hey, leave a note for your wife. You know? <laughs> Just the little things you need. Yeah. Shouldn't you call home? Luke's turning six. Get a card. You know, that's a great scene in last dance. After he wins the title, he's like, I just want to be – Michael's like, I just want to be – just give me – like, don't you want to call your wife? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he grabs the phone like, of course I – don't say that. Yes. He almost looks at the camera first, right? <laughs> of course I do. Thank you for the reminder of what I would have done anyways. I will call Juanita. <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, the Vegas weekend was – it was good. We're going back next weekend. We're doing two more. Wow. Have you, and, did you, um, I know you went and like had to grab a couple things. Did you walk the strip at all? I mean, cause it's great for that right now, right? The weather's probably not too bad. The weather was perfect. I did go um, a little bit on the strip. Didn't walk around too much. Sure. Um, I feel like I got like a stress fracture in my foot from running. Yeah. And I'm like, and in Vegas, dude, you walk so much. Everywhere. If you're like, hey, oh, oh I forgot. My sunglasses up in the room. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> I'll see you Wednesday. Charlie? I mean, my, my room number, your room number in Vegas is oftentimes has more numbers than your street address. You know? You're in room 37, 650, 912. You're like, um, what? You're in Tower 9. <laughs> You're going to take a left here, go by. You'll see ballroom number one. 
you're going to want to take a right at ballroom 37. <laughs> and then you're in our new tower. We just built it, tower nine. And we're going to have two more towers built by the end of the weekend. <laughs> we're growing at a, like, there's no one here. Right. Yeah, there's some uh, cranes on hold out there. You can see some construction um, has kind of stopped. I'm sure. But they're just sitting there because no one else needs them. So no right. one's putting those cranes anywhere else in the meantime. They're building this. MSG is building like this. Um, I'm not sure what it's called. But MSG is building a, an arena out there that I think is going to be like 16, 18,000. Hmm. And the whole exterior, the plan was the whole exterior would be like an LED screen. Wow. And it is not they're not working on it right now. And I they could imagine why. Having some issues with costs. And so it's funny hearing those guys talk about that because they're like so on that business side. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear about all the drama in Vegas and, you know, that's it's co constant. That's the thing about Vegas is that, like, even because it's such a transient uh, economy, like, even the cab drivers know everything that's going on in town. You know what I mean? Right. Like here, you jump in a cab in Chicago, you know, pre all of this. And, you know, I'd be like, so what's going on in town this weekend? They'd be like, I don't know. There, it's like 42,000 engineers coming on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You know. True. Uh, orthopedic surgeon conference Friday to Saturday. And like, they know everything. And when people, when flights land, they know yeah. when people need to go places. Because without it, there's just not a whole lot for them to do. So it is, I mean, all of that affects everything. That's funny you say that because um, I had a driver bring me to the airport Sunday morning and he was like, yeah, we had the, uh, you know, the guys uh, who were facing the Raiders stayed with us last weekend and they got a game today and this, you know, they just finished the stadium and rattling off like the facts about the stadium and <laughs> yeah, man, like they know everything that's going on in that town. It's a cool city. I mean, Las Vegas has its, like by now kind of has its own identity as from the locals too. They got that hockey team. That's the cool uh, thing. Um, I mean, I can tell just from people that I've met in the last like, you know, eight, 10 years going out there that live there, mm -hmm. they have more of a identity now. Yeah. You think about those people that work at Brad's and um, you know, some yeah, of man. the people that I know from when I was selling packaging out there. I got buddies who moved there and, and like, there is, like you said, there's a civic pride. There's, you know, there's teams to root for. There's like a, I mean, everything that's happened in Las Vegas over the past decade has led to this, like, we're not just your playground. We're our own city. We're our own people. And uh, we love it here. I'm just reiterating what you said. There's nothing exciting about it. Well, this guy yeah. that, um, he works for AEG, he came from Chicago. He's actually from New York. He's a New Yorker. But he lived in Chicago uh, most recently before moving to Vegas. And he was um, saying, he's like, I didn't think that I was going to come out here and, you know, build a life. I thought I actually would go back to Chicago. But he said, like, you know, that I just, he was just saying, like, I just always felt like that was such a livable city. His job really took off out there and he's got a life out there now. That's Family. And yeah, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. Good to be back out there. Good to see Sebastian. Good to perform in front of, you know, I've done some things. Um, 250 is small for what you were doing but now it's like the biggest show you've probably done in eight months right I would love 250 people spread out feeling good about it yeah it's a different you know a total different connection 
-hmm. the audience this the first row is 25 feet as mandated by whatever the rules are you know so they're 25 feet away and then they're you know on top of that they're spread out so i mean still great just to but hard to gauge yeah you know what your the feedback is and to be but honest, anyway about an audience of 250 <laughs> not complaining i'm no, saying no, I'm it's kidding. just different but any comic would still find like you know what i mean you're still gonna like any comic's still gonna find something yeah. you know? oh yeah that's the way we yeah i mean they were a little far because <laughs> they have to be that's the rules <laughs> no i know I'm saying it's, it's it. like, no i know we, we wouldn't be happy with that's the way it needs to be oh that's great dude i mean we're like in the the route of helicopter tours i mean yeah. it's like a, apocalypse now just mid-show just choppers <laughs> really oh yeah constant i don't know how what the demand is to get on a helicopter in las vegas but every three minutes there was a helicopter coming over actually right now you think the bachelor has spiked interest in helicopter rides i wouldn't know is that a thing oh like every episode they get on a helicopter <laughs> really yeah and then they like go to the sound or they're mic'd into the their headsets and just like <sighs> this is beautiful <laughs> what'd you and that other girl do in the helicopter yesterday <laughs> and he's like i'm not picking you <laughs> see that parachute <laughs> that's how they should eliminate people on the bachelor just toss them out of a helicopter like, they get up there this is thank you so much for picking me oh, well no. i did pick you for this but i'm really not choosing you for and then just you see him float down and like the guy they have to interview with is just sitting there waiting for them <laughs> hello Brittany. let's talk she grabs on to like the rail <laughs> and is looking back up like like uh ralphie and christmas story and when he's like tells him he wants a bb gun and he kicks him down the slide with his foot it's like sorry sorry <laughs> tiffany you're not one of the 11 final ones for me <laughs> people don't jump out of helicopters though do they i have to think at some point right i know it's a military thing i don't know All would right. you ever jump out of a plane no i don't think i would i think i would just don't think there's a reason to you, you think you would yeah i really would what are you waiting for i don't know a plane Let's do that for episode 52. I mean, it's a little quick, <laughs> but I'm in. Would you, come, would you jump out of a plane? I don't see it like, uh, I don't know. If, if, I think I should have done it by now. Yeah, I guess. It's kind of weird to explain to the family. Why are we doing it now? Well, it's episode 52. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have um, a buddy that did it. I know a lot of people that have done the skydiving. I know a buddy that did it and like, really screwed up his back. I remember thinking, I don't need to do that or break my leg landing or. Yeah, I could see that. I, mean, I could see it being fun in one of those bucket lists. Yeah. Maybe, maybe later in life. You're in a different spot. Like, because if, God forbid, if anything bad were to happen, I'd be like, what happened to dad again? Well, he was going through yeah. things. He decided to go through a midlife crisis. He was bored. He wanted an adrenaline rush. <laughs> he saw a point break. And had one too many Mountain Dews, <laughs> and off he went. He was all jacked up. I don't know. You trust these people? Like, if you're a pilot and that's your gig, I don't know. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you're just jumping out of a perfectly working airplane. That's the, that's the, that's the line, right? 
I trust the pilot. I don't trust me because you pack your own shoot. I believe is is the at least that's the lore. Uh, I used to have to like go out to Sterling a lot for work, and there is a billboard on the way to Sterling, Illinois, uh, for a skydiving place, and the website is prettygoodairplane.com. Oh yeah, like I don't think I want to, like, <laughs> that's not the guy I'm choosing. You know, like bestairplane.biz would <laughs> would even take precedence, even if you don't have the .com. I mean, pretty good airplane.com. So I wouldn't go to, I would want to go to the best of the best. That's something you don't, you don't get a group on for. Are they, is that their, res, their response to not jumping out of a perfectly good airplane? <laughs> so you say it's pretty good. Like you should jump because <laughs> this thing is average. This thing takes off every time. <laughs> Save yourself. Landing, not so much. I just don't think I would be able to pay attention for the entire class because I know there's a class and then I would be like second guessing myself. Any questions? Yeah, what? I wasn't paying yet, attention at the beginning. <laughs> I was drawing one of those big S's that you can make. Like, looks like a diamond shape in my notebook. Well, I would think that you're with somebody, right? So you just would be, like, relying on. And that's the other thing. You really want to jump strapped to someone else? You have to do that a certain amount of times, or don't you, before they let you go solo? Yeah. Or can you still better? I mean, it'd be great if you could pay do. extra. <laughs> Pay extra and go by yourself. <laughs> That's your you caddy. T- That's your life t- caddy right there is what that is. I need. I want Charlie to go with me. <laughs> Just descending, descending down. You need to start getting more organized. <laughs> you look a little scared. There's an extra pair of pants for you at the bottom. <laughs> Just in case anything goes wrong. Be the way to do it. Good for you, man. That's great. I had the opposite weekend. I did very little. I was a piece of garbage all weekend. I went hiking and I would like to thank, uh, I posted some pictures and I would like to thank all of our listeners who reached out to, uh, to ask me if I was okay and to make sure I didn't get lost. Uh, so thank you very much for that. That was fun. <laughs> the trail. That's great. Did you bring, did you bring your compass this time? I did not. Supplies. I was I was going with a friend, so it made it a little bit easier. I didn't have to. Uh, I didn't have to know much about the trail myself. And uh, they oh, you had a guide. Lost. I did. I brought a Sherpa. I brought a Charlie. <laughs> you brought a t- Tenzing Norwig. I brought my Norway? Tenzing Norwig. <laughs> I brought my Charlie. I brought my caddy. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun. But dude, I had. You ever have a weekend where you just like give up? Like I've been eating healthy and and hiking a bunch and stuff. And then this weekend, I just, like, once I started, I was just like, it's over. Like, you might as well just do everything wrong this weekend. It's Indigenous People's Weekend! <laughs> Let's go! Uh, Vince, a uh, buddy of mine, Vince Corona, has a theory that, um, like, after a certain point, you might as well just keep eating shitty that day because you can only pack on so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I call it intermittent like fatting. go. go. Yeah, I call it intermittent fatting. I mean, you might as well just continue the binge for the rest of the weekend. And then, like on Monday, you know, try and get rid of the shakes and get back to normal. Start over. That's it. It's hard to start on a holiday day. Hit that reset button. What were you getting into? Everything. Uh, I had some Professor Pizza with some pals. Oh, Real Sarah good. just brought up Professor Pizza. Like, we got to get that again. I had a couple we people do. Because some people, some listeners have tried it and uh, loved it. Uh, someone was like, I wanted to hate this. It felt like hyperbole, but this is not hyperbole. This is really great stuff. So, very cool. Insane how good it is. Yeah, I got to get back on that. What else did you have? 
Uh, a little bit of everything, dude. They opened up a Stan's Donuts in Oak Brook. Are you familiar with Stan's? Yes, I've seen it. I haven't been in there. It's, there's only one in the suburbs, so it's one of those things where I feel like if I drive by, I have to try it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every single time. <laughs> like, what do you get there? Uh, I'm a late guy, so I'll, it was like 4 o'clock, and they're like, we have one donut left. And I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> You don't even know. It was it turned out to be a glazed, of course. See, uh, I'd be scared that it had like coconut in it or something. Yeah, I mean, but what are you gonna do at that point? You're not gonna I, have I a would, donut. You're intermittent fatting. Do what you want to do. <laughs> there are certain donuts I would say no to. Like I couldn't take. Yeah, I think. I mean, and coconut would be one of those for me. But this stands is uh what was it the, in wayne's world makita's donuts was a stan makita's yeah, donuts yes it was is that related to that is that inspired i would guess not but uh i mean very possibly i don't really know the story are they a chicago company they are i feel like it was a chef who uh you know had been doing uh, doing something else and then uh decided to get into the donut game and dude you know i had out there a couple of uh impossible burgers oh yeah which i am a fan of some Me people too. don't like them. I Me love too. it. It's, uh, it's not even like a healthy choice. It's just kind of like, this is just as good. It's about the same. It may might be more calories, which is fine. You know, you're just not, you're just eating, I don't know, a bunch of seaweed that looks like meat. I don't even know what's in there. I should find yeah, out. Yeah, maybe it's worse for you. I don't know. I just don't mind the taste of it. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it's like, um, sucks to go out there though and not be able to get into some of those restaurants. I was thinking about oh, that place sure. you, you, you introduced me to, Yardbird. Oh, man. You discovered? That is, I, <laughs> I. Uh, you Columbus Day, you I Columbus Day, that place. I did. I, uh, I was early, though. I was Leif Erickson, that thing. I was there before a lot of people were there. <laughs> you were on the Viking ship? I was. I, uh, this place is great. Chicken and watermelon and, and waffles. Oh, man. I love the other person you give credit to. It was, of course, another white guy. <laughs> well, a Norwegian. Sorry about that. <laughs> what did Leif, Leif Erikson came over on like a, inter, like a, not an inner tube, but like a, a log. Is that what it was? Is that his story? Over on like a little, those Viking ships were nothing. No, man. They don't, we don't even talk about their names in history. No, they get completely railroaded. Would you even know what their ships were? What they were named or? Yeah. No. I didn't know that. If they, did they name them then? I have no idea. Probably not. Just log. Maybe it would be something nice, though. Is that a piece of history you've ever gotten into, Vikings? That's a, that's a direct line to the Norwegian cruise lines. Leif Erikson, that whole business, that's what it ended up being. <laughs> you have to be making this up, but it sounds realistic <laughs> enough. When will you get on a cruise ship again? I have never been on a cruise ship. Did you see Bill Burr? I did. What'd you think? I loved it. Yeah? Yeah, I thought he was great. I thought it was pretty good. I, um, yeah, I thought he was good. I, uh, I, I loved him pissing some people off. That's what he does. Um, yeah, it's surprising. That some people I don't – if you don't know who Bill Burr is, I'd be surprised, right? Some yeah. people clearly didn't – the way they reacted to his, uh, his monologue. But first of all, I love a monologue that's like a legit monologue. Like he's a – you know, he went at that. Like you're giving me seven minutes. I'm going to do – I'm going to hit on everything I want to talk about. And yeah, he pissed some people off, but he, you know, started some conversations that probably need to be had. And he's just like, that's the best comics hold up a mirror to 
you know, society. And I think that uh, he, his his monologue was was great. And then the music guest ended up being a a hiccup, huh? They had like a country dude or somebody. They had somebody booked, and he got knocked off because he was going to like maskless parties. Oh boy! He broke like protocol or something. Okay. So then they ended up scrambling and got Jack White. Oh, that's and I've only seen villain. like some clips of it. I haven't seen the entire performance yet, but uh, the clips I saw were were great. That's an incredible feeling to be able to. Oh, we're stuck with Jack White. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can just put him out there with a guitar for ninety minutes and have a show if we had to. All I saw was Bill Burr's um, monologue and then the Sam Adams. I've heard that's great. I haven't caught any of the sketches Commercial. yet. My favorite thing about the Bill Burr monologue, um, selfishly as a comic who's struggling to find his way on the other side of all of this, was watching Bill Burr like, all right, moving on, like after a joke, didn't Oh, hit. yeah, yeah. All and right, all end, right. Plowing ahead. Plowing. Yeah. At the end, like, that's my time. Like, <laughs> like, it's great to see Bill Burr have an uncomfortable set on the other side of this, you know, selfishly. It's like, woo, it happens oh, to sure. everybody. Oh yeah, and also I'm, I caught him. He's like, "All right, you guys are all masks. This is fun. like you can see it." All. Like, yeah, dude, it is really awkward looking out there and, mm -hmm. and seeing that and feeling that. Um, sound like it was like a goal of his to host that. And if that had been like something that he wanted, I'm surprised he didn't get it sooner because I think he certainly deserved it. Yeah. I think he's just a tremendous stand-up and uh, cool to see. And he's been in a bunch of big movies lately, right? I mean, not starring roles, but he's getting, you know, he's got right. that, that household, uh, you know, appeal to it. I didn't well, see then they also have like that pure stand-up label where yeah. there are people that host that show that do stand-up that you acknowledge that they do, that they are stand-up, you know, but you might not see them as a pure stand-up. Sure. And he is that to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You think about, Saturday Night Live, Lauren Michaels is very good at being like, there's a moment happening right now. Let's make sure we get a stand-up comedian on here to talk about it. Because there are some, you know, legendary opens like that from stand-up comics. You know, I mean, all the way back yeah. to Pryor and Carlin early on, right? And it's just been like a staple of SNL to kind of have them come in and talk about difficult stuff that's happening. So I loved it. I love that aspect of it. A couple things like the the black history month february thing like chris rock did that years ago you know what i mean like that i mean there were just a couple things where it was like okay i was I know surprised i was surprised he he drew that line the only thing that i thought gave him a little bit was you know leaning into the june and yeah. the july and kind of but yeah that's that's a played out yeah you know it's almost stock I mean, it was a Saturday Night Live sketch with Nat X. Do you remember that when Chris Rock used to play Nat X? Oh, yes. Yeah, the yeah, shortest yeah. month, the coldest month. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, but you're right. I mean, he took it a different direction for sure. But it was, uh, it was interesting to see him do that on SNL. That's when Nat X, you'd like make fun of uh, like, oh, yeah, well, then why don't you guys go shoot some pool? <laughs> Where you take the white ball and <laughs> knock all the color balls off the table. <laughs> and the black ones last. <laughs> I'd rather go bowling. <laughs> you take the black ball and knock down all those skinny redneck white pins. <laughs> I mean, how great of a joke is that? It's perfect. Yeah. That I did was not Mad see, X. I did not see uh, Rock's monologue last week, so I'm curious 
you know, as to what he did. Did you catch that at all? No, I didn't. This one was like trending and yeah, I didn't see that. Neither did I. This was much more on the radar. So maybe that one, you know, wasn't much of a need for it. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. He was promoting a show and everything. Maybe they didn't do it as like a standard, you know, stand-up sketch. And just good to see stand-up. Like there's no one really doing stand-up right now, like in that setting and to have like a universal, like, all right, SNL, I know gets slammed by the right. Like they don't want to, they think it's like too lefty and you know, whatever. It's the guy was delivering a set that was uncomfortable for people watching some people, but every hit a lot of different areas. So everyone kind of had their moment of, okay, I can either choose to get pissed off about that or maybe, you know, own some of that or think about it. And that's not really happening in a lot of places in this country right now having that conversation. So, you know, I guess we're just going to, I'm just going to say it again that I just, I, I like him and, I thought it was good. No, no, I hear you there, though. I did something. I uh, I made a big life change over the weekend. This is something no one even knows about me. Um, I stopped playing a video game on my phone that I've been playing every day for the past three years. <laughs> Wait, you were, you stopped playing a a video game on my phone that I've been playing every day for the last three years. And, and, and I, I never knew about this. I've never felt more free. Did you know? That's what I'm asking. I don't know that people know. I know that you're always fidgeting with the phone <laughs> and always me. like I'll, I'll see like on your screen, I'll see like, uh, it looks like you're doing stuff with numbers and you go into that, like <laughs> you have that rain man fa- side of you where you're, you love digits and looks like you're doing a maze or <laughs> I guess that's fair. I'm doing a maze. <laughs> Some kind of, I love the perception like, oh, of what I'm doing. Jim's brain needs, this right now jim's lost in a number maze again that's just what you see when i'm on my phone i mean what was it did you did did you have an angry birds face i did a little bit not much i mean i played for a little bit but there's been this is this is so embarrassing pat this is one of those like and but i feel like this is relatable i feel like other people play games on their phone and i've been playing one that like you know i just started one day oh yeah i'll try this out and uh it was one of those like where you're you're building a, a medieval military to like fight other people's medieval militaries and like you've got you know camps and you're training troops and doing all of stuff I'm not into at all. Yet every you have day like a, for the last three years I've been doing this. And does it accrue? Like did Absolutely. you build? Oh wow! So you you just abandoned your kingdom after three years? I did. I just I love how you think you quit a video game. You just abandoned people. I did. Well, I'm getting slaughtered right now. They're gonna be okay. You know what? They're going to be okay. I didn't tell anybody in the game that I was leaving. No one in my clan knows that I'm no longer clashing. What's like the name everything. Of the game? I'm not going to get into that. But anything <laughs> that, uh, uh, it's just gone. And it, I've never felt more free. I have so much more time now for other video games on my phone. How much do you <laughs> think you're playing like a day of this game? I mean, it's the thing. It would just be random here and there. And it'd be like, oh, yeah, I got to do that real quick. It's probably time to, you know, make sure, uh, you know, turn over some troops. They're putting some new ones in the oven, you know, take the old ones out and cook up some new ones. And then it'd be like 20 minutes later. And I would do this intermittently throughout the entire day. Every Did you realize second. you're doing it? A little bit. Yeah. But you don't realize how long you're taking on it. And I was just like, why am I wasting time doing this? What's wrong with me? And I just stopped. How do you, you decide to quit? Just that just realization? Like, 
yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to waste the time anymore. Occasionally, I don't want to, I, I don't feel good about this. I would be the guy who occasionally would toss a few bucks into it, you know, because it was like, you'd start convincing yourself, like, well, what is my time worth for me to sit here for an hour versus just dropping $5 that's done already? Like, that's way easier. So, oh, you was, could pay, you could pay to have things done quick, more quickly. Absolutely. And so imagine oh if someone gosh. destroys your kingdom and you're like, all right, motherfucker, well, I have $20. Let's go again. You know, but it's been the most embarrassing thing. Very few people know about it. Like women I've dated would hate it because like I just wake up in the morning and I'm just laying there in bed. <laughs> like, Building your army. Yeah. I'm just, what are you doing? Oh, you know, just upgrading my archers. What? This is, these aren't things that I'm into. I didn't understand the game. I love I the picture you paint with women you've dated is the morning after. Like you always... <laughs> The women I dated. These were relationships. After we wake up, and they'd be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, you're up. I thought I thought I wore you out last night. I'm just building my army. Can't believe you're awake already. I'm daddy's up and building. Daddy's up and at war already. What was what is the name of the game? Uh, It was it was a Clash of Clans ripoff called Guns of Glory, and it is. It was like their third anniversary celebration. And I was like, what the hell? I've been playing this for three years. What the hell is wrong with me? Are you invited to like the banquet? Yeah. I mean, it was all online, you know? I mean, there's a pandemic going on right now. <laughs> I love that they're celebrating their three-year anniversary. And that's what freaked you out. And I'm like, it is, I hate is commitment. Like, not to bring up women you dated again. <laughs> But they're like, hey, we've been together for three years. This is, this, we should, and you're like, we should skirt, skirt. Like, stop. <laughs> Time to roll. <laughs> he gone. I also agree that's run its course. <laughs> Wait, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> you get your time back. I can't be with you anymore. <laughs> you're not even like the real, you're like a ripoff of this other girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i am no, that's worst. good that's got to feel uh now what, what, what's gonna i don't know when i pick up my fill phone that, fill that void what's gonna human contact i don't know i don't really know what to, when i pick up my phone i don't really know what to do with it anymore i found like t- a temporary game to hold me over it's uh it's pretty bad it's a game where i'm a sniper <laughs> to hold you over yeah. for your jonesing i mean i don't think you know you can't really build a sniper army you know like this isn't gonna this is the nicorette of uh medieval games uh, i can't wait till i find the vape of it i really can't <laughs> i need something new are you um reacting to the social dilemma stuff are you is this something that is like a point of focus i like to think that's why a few of my recent posts have bombed I'm like, oh, like, people probably aren't on social media as much anymore. <laughs> this is probably why they're not doing so good. Tell you to stop with the the video games? No, the but I think just trying to be more present and trying to do more, you know, be more out and about. You yeah, know what certainly. I mean? There's something very, like, different about, like, going out and hiking through woods and then getting home being like, oh, okay, now I got to sit on my phone for 45 minutes and cook up cavalry you know <laughs> well dude you should feel good about that i gotta upgrade nice, a wall I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to doing nothing for seven hours <laughs> i gotta weed out some habits too i'm gonna you, work on that do you ever play work any on games you. on your phone i don't but i stare at my phone plenty i mean i'm not 
I just have not ever added uh and I don't have games on here for the kids. I don't even let them put them on there. Oh, that's smart. I just don't want to be, um, you know, falling into one of those. I waste my time plenty of other ways, though. I yeah. just don't have that. Um, even like that video game that we, you know, I bought the boys, uh, the MLB. The show? The show. And I have, I have not played that for months. I just, because I just, I don't know. I feel like if I start, I'll just continue and continue and continue. We had a listener reach out and be like, I also bought that video game. And you're like, and I told you that. And you're like, yeah, I don't really play that anymore. <laughs> like, how, why would you, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like back when I was 18, I didn't play a ton of video games. And my roommate, we had like an apartment. My roommate had um, gotten Final Fantasy VII and just wouldn't stop playing it, you know? And, and then I was like, one day he beat it. He was like, just try it. Like three days later, I haven't gone to work yet. You know, oh, I've just man. been living on the couch, you know, just <laughs> calling in. We put a second TV in the living room so one of us could play the game while people came over to watch, like, football or whatever. <laughs> it was pretty uh, – yeah. So, like, if I – like, I don't do it all, but if I get hooked on – that's why I won't buy a new video game system. If I get hooked on a video game, I will right. waste all the time on it. Yeah, I mean, my, my boys have, like, chilled on Fortnite, which is good. It's great. I don't know if it's run its course. But even that, like, they would try and get me to play. Like, come on, Dad. Like, we'll teach you. And I'm like, guys, I just, I'll just i watch you play for a little bit, and I'll hang down here. But I don't want to get hooked on something. At some point, video games to me became um, almost intimidating tech-wise. Yeah. Where I was just like, I'm good. And it's just all it's blown by me since. And that's that's, like, college. You know, in college, I had, like, a Mario Kart GoldenEye mm-hmm. phase. Was really into those two games, a um, little bit of Madden, but that was it. That's I never played post college. Works for me. It's a it's a great equalizer because with the phone, you can only touch one thing at a time. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. It's not like a, a joystick now where it's like, well, hit R seven. You know the yeah. one that's under your pinky, like on the <laughs> bottom of the. Oh, okay, that one. Like, you know, I just that's not me. I can't. I'm. I, that's all blown way past me. So picking up a new video game system now wouldn't work. The phone is like, yeah, I can play against a twelve-year-old and a grandparent at the same time because <laughs> we're all. You know what I mean? And There's, do you know the profiles of people? I never really like. That was the weirdest thing about this. You're the first person I've said out loud to that I quit this video game. Like I didn't tell anyone in the game. No one in my I clan think some other knows. People might hear about it too. I mean, clearly, but no one in the clan is aware that I left. Like I'm just walking away, and that's when you play a video I game. Tear that soundbite out. <laughs> Jim Jim Flanagan okay, leaves right. the clan right, to focus on. on comedy. Okay. <laughs> but like when you've played a video game for three years, not to get dark, but you know people die. And like in real life, and there will be like, hey, so and so from Kingdom Three Forty Seven is is no longer here. No one attack them for this week. Like they'll have like they announced deaths. Yeah, real people. Like we all are gonna miss Alpha Two Seven Four Three Nine. He's in a better place now. And I don't get into any of that. Yeah, he's not playing this video game. And I don't get in, like, I've never, I don't talk to people. Like, I don't, you know, I don't do any of the other apps. I don't know any of these people personally. So I've always just kind of been like a weirdo on the fringe anyway of not like, you know, getting super into these things and not understanding the strategy as much as most people do. I just show up every once in a while, get my ass kicked. You have your foot in about 90 pools. 
Pat, I'm all over the place. Not willing to <laughs> commit to any. That's why. That's why we chose to do this together. <laughs> I knew you were just as random as me. <laughs> One day you're just gonna show up. It's gonna be you on the Zoom call. <laughs> it's gonna be like the end of like, Goodwill Hunting. That's what happened at that video game. <laughs> what happened every Jim? day, Jim? I, whenever I log into this Zoom call, I always hope that you're not gonna be here. <laughs> it is my wish that. It says it will say host is waiting to seat you forever. And then I'll just know that you moved on to dude. I, if I play a video game, I would love, I play like an old school RBI tech mobile. Like I must be a real asshole that I had fun playing RBI. Like I want to win <laughs> 20 to nothing. nothing. <laughs> and just, yeah. You're not going to touch a pitch. <laughs> I'm going outside. I'm going inside. I'm going breaking ball. You can't lay off this off speed. You're gone and just dominate. As soon as it got competitive, I was like, I got to like try. reset. Yeah. I figured out, I don't remember what year it was, maybe Madden 95, 90, whatever it was. Uh, Kajana Carter was a great rookie running back in this game uh, who did not pan out to be much and Rashan Salam, but I would play as the all Madden team. Oh yeah. And I figured it out where I could they were so fast that I could kick an onside kick formation all the way down to like the opponent's goal line and still race down there and catch it in midair. <laughs> so that they never even got the ball. Really? I would just get the ball at like the five yard line every time and beat the computer 300 to nothing. <laughs> I didn't know that, that Madden could be manipulated like that. Back in the day, if you knew what you were doing, you know, they fixed it yeah. the year after. But I mean, so I'd play like, against my brother and like he'd get the ball. I'd be like, I don't know what to do on defense. I've never played defense. <laughs> and I'd just hit reset and kick the Nintendo and leave. Oh, man. Video game fights, the best. Hey, thanks to uh, everyone who listened to 50. No new reviews, but we got some, uh, I got some great comments. I really had a lot of people reaching out this weekend uh, to make sure that I was safe on my on my journey and uh, my hike, and I do really appreciate that. Um, one of them was uh, Katie McCarthy, who also sent us a, uh, uh, a pretty cool video of uh, uh, liberal icon Jim Gaffigan playing... <laughs> liberal icon <laughs> stand-up comedy legend um uh getting his makeup ready to play wilford brimley how amazing is uh, that i love it i she said that i saw that as well it was a great clip well i was trying to look up like what are they doing with that are they making a movie or a, something about wilford brimley that gaffigan is that's why i wasn't able to connect the dots on did you just figure that out I didn't know if it was real or not, but uh, he said uh, he was doing this makeup test prior to shooting Diabetes, the Wilford Brimley story, which doesn't sound real, or the life and commercials of Wilford Brimley. So maybe it is. I mean, it, um, yeah. maybe it is a real thing. I couldn't find any validity to it, but at the least, we can say that Jim Gaffigan is a Brimley. There's nothing better than getting the clip about Brimley from a Brimley. I mean, it's double brims right there. Thanks, Katie. Appreciate that very much. Oh, dude, I also heard from a listener. Oh, yeah? A buddy of mine I ran into and told me that he often does the El Gallo Charter Fitness combo. <laughs> the tuber? The building. Dip, dip into one on the way after the workout, post-workout, grab, <laughs> grab some tacos. Get your Gallo on. 
That's great, some man. Burritos. I'm trying to think of something with a tilde in the, on the Mexican menu. Some chiles rellenos. Oh, <laughs> que bueno. Oh, que barbaridad. <laughs> I've right, never man. heard a Mexican use that sentence. That's my favorite part. <laughs> they teach us things in school. I'd try and use them when I was working. Like, que lastima. My friends at McDonald's like, what? No one talks like that. That's what Columbus said when he collaborated with the Spanish. When he was char- chartered. That collabo that they did? The collabo. Because he was Italian, but he was sent over by... Spaniards. The, Sp- the Spaniards, right? I believe that is correct. Isabella? I think so. Is there Isabella? a Marigo Vespucci involvement in all of this? And he walked into Isabella's and said, Three ships! Que barbaridad! And she said, well, no one says that. It's been a lot of fun. I know you got to, uh, we both got some things to do. Um, I'm going to be at Laugh Factory this Saturday uh, doing some, uh, doing uh, some comedy. Uh, they're doing a good job keeping everything socially distanced, keeping the uh, comics away from uh, audience and each other. I'm more about the comics and the audience at times, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, keep them, keep them separated. That's it. Not divorced. Just a little space. Just thinking about it. Yeah, so a good week, man. I got some stuff going on. Uh, I'm going to try and do Cork on Thursday. Got a couple of virtual things. And then back to, I mean, crazy this to be traveling two weekends in a row. But I'm going back to Vegas for uh, next Friday and Saturday as well. Awesome. Well, right now I'm going to get tested. Add a boy. Have you, been, have you taken the test yet? Not this test. I have not. This is your first one, huh? First one. I can't wait to hear about this next week. How are, are they... You might hear about it sooner. Okay. I hope you don't. <laughs> I'm near you, so we're going to be okay. Uh, well, my man, I hope you have a great week, and uh, we'll catch up next week again. You too, and thank you to everyone uh, joining us for yet another episode of All Over the Place. If you would like to review, that always helps. We love the reviews. Download, subscribe, and we'll be back with you next week. Enjoy your Columbus Day and Indigenous Day week. The big unit, 51, is in the books. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.